Hey, it's Brian. Welcome to another episode of Invite the Neighbors. I'm going to tell you about our sponsor real quick, Two Foot Parade Records. Um, They are an independent record label based in Kalamazoo, Michigan, um, whose mission is to invest in artists without requiring them to give any partial ownership of their work. Um, So, woke as shit. I dig it. Um, They have two new releases currently, um, Worry Club's Volume 1 Mixtape and Nest Lake's Low Light Cassette are both available for purchase on their website, um, twofootparade.com. They are currently accepting submissions from bands on their website, um, and all their social medias can be found at at twofootparade. So that's twofootparade.com and at twofootparade. Um, And Gabe, who runs it, is just really cool. Um, I've met him, goes to shows, involved in the scene. You know, they're really cool. Um, The only time I met Gabe, we fucked around quite a bit with Pat Ray. So I don't know if you even remember Gabe, but we had a good time and I could tell that if I was to work with Two Foot Parade Records, there'd be a really good artist to label um, communication. So that's all I'm going to say for now. Um, Check them out and enjoy the episode. I'm going to keep this intro short and sweet. What's up, guys? It's Brian. Um, This episode is with Charlie Gerard. I think that's how I pronounce it. That's how I've been pronouncing it, Charlie. Hopefully that's right. Um, of the solo project Glass Piece and also future member of In a Daydream. I say in future because with the pandemic and recording the record, it's just we haven't really got together to jam that much, but talked about it and can't wait. We talk about it a little bit in this episode too. Um, but I want to direct your attention to the things Charlie does. Um, and for that, listen to the episode. Like I said, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. Um, I don't feel very good. I missed last week's episode. I'm going to try to put out two this week to make up for it, but I've just been going through a lot of shit, and I recognize that no matter who says that, it's 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 valid for them. So I don't mean to sound like spoiled or out of touch or something, like. but, you know, the shit I go through affects me because it's all relative. So just haven't been haven't been up to doing stuff lately um anyways all good um here's the episode hope you guys enjoy it well that's the only important thing yeah so you said you never really use discord no nope i am a newbie (laughs) that's probably good to be honest because like it's a pain in the ass but i mean I, i looked up like it's just this pandemic dude you know i looked up shit to you know like, what's the best thing to use? I googled and you know, Discord across the board. Oh, yeah, no, I've done so much shit for like school, and it's this is so much clearer. Like, I can just tell from the audio, it's just so much clearer than all the other things I've used. Yeah, and this, this I actually just found out yesterday. This isn't even like the cleanest way to get audio. Oh, wow. so I can actually, uh, like, there's this bot, Craig who's mm-hmm. the little cartoon bear yeah um, who records things and then i guess this is just for people who give a shit maybe they do their own podcast but like when you record you can activate this different mode it's like nui mm-hmm. caster which i don't know what that means it's like mm-hmm. computer nerd language but then mm-hmm. you activate that and then you send like the listeners a link and then they have to click on it and it gives Basically, you're giving Craig permission, which you didn't do this, but you'd be giving Craig permission to record your microphone locally instead of through the server. Oh, okay. Yeah, so then like the voice, like all the voice recordings would be like the local recordings all compiled into one, which is crazy for free software that it does. Right, that. yeah, that's nuts. But I've just been lazy. <laughs> on it. <laughs> I feel that. Also, let me know if I'm like yelling. I have like noise canceling headphones, so it's like really weird. No, I do too. I do okay. too. It's hard to like gauge no. if I'm actually yelling or not. <laughs> oh no, you're good. You're totally fine. Um, but yeah, so like, how? What have you been up to musically? Um, a lot of ground to cover because it's been like the entire pandemic. <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, I mean, actually, at the start of the pandemic, Chris from Brevity and I were on tour. Um, we were ending our little tour, and it's it was um, we were in New York City when they like released the state of emergency for New York. And we were like, okay, I guess we our show is going to be canceled, and we'll dip. And ever since then, I mean, I've just been I've been like writing a record. I've been working on music when I can, like around school and work and that kind of thing. 
And uh, I've released a couple singles. I've released uh, a split with Chris earlier in the year before everything happened, before the pandemic. Yeah, and, uh, that. yeah, yeah. So just, I mean, staying busy, but like, I feel like, I feel like with music, it's like you're working on music. So you're like, quiet for a bit and then like you release it and, you know, and that's the exciting part or whatever. Um, so I'm yeah. in the more dormant stage where I'm not doing anything publicly. Like I'm just writing and recording when I can. So. Yeah, no, I, f- I feel that. My band so far has only experienced the dormant stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see other parts of that band, so... Um, yeah. I don't know how I feel. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, it's, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be something. I, and I say that because I don't know what it'll be. Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. And Yeah, that's always like the weird thing, too, especially like when I get excited. Like, I've been excited recording a lot of these songs, and then I'm like... Um, I don't know. Once they reach like other people's ears, like, will it come through? Is it the same? Like, is it what I wanted or like, is it something they would want? I don't know. I I feel like it's like a process for me releasing stuff. So, yeah, I know what you mean. And I kind of think like, I've been wondering lately, like how much of it is like, how much of reception is like, you promoting the shit shit out of it to the point where you're like telling people how to feel about it almost by like, right. You know what I mean? When you're just inundated with something, then it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess this is a thing because it's all I see. So maybe I'm supposed to listen and maybe like how much of it is merit based. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes Mm -hmm. things that are really good are shoved down your throat, but Mm -hmm. you know, but then there's things that aren't very good that are shoved down your throat too. That's yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. And even just like, like, I don't know, because I, I write in a way and I don't know how you approach it. I feel like we talked about this last time, but I don't remember. Um, like I, the way I approach music is so it's very literal. Like it's not I don't I don't really I'm not like writing a story for someone. I'm not like dramatic in a way like I'm very straightforward. So like mm-hmm. I'm like, do I want to say that to all these people or like, I don't know. So I, I kind of feel like I'm shoving things in people's faces that way. It's like, if you're listening to my music, you're getting exactly what I wanted to say to you. Um, I don't know. At least that's no, that how I feel sense. about music. <laughs> no, I think it, it's funny. Like I was, uh, I was listening to uh, Ben from you mean everyone we know mm-hmm. talking about uh, like he has this TikTok and mm-hmm. He he put he posted. I mean, I guess that's a fucking thing now. That's a whole other story. Yeah, having right. a TikTok. Like, I, I, I'm just like, really, we're doing this now. But uh, he said something about like songwriting advice, and his advice was like, give up on your <clears throat> dreams of making it. And he said, by that, what he meant was, you know, give up on if you if you don't have any aspirations or if you don't like care to make it based on like people's perceptions of it. Like you'll just, you'll start writing music that you like instead of like worrying about like, write As if the audience didn't matter at all, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, I, I feel like that's important. Um, I don't know. It, it's hard. I don't know. It, my perspective is it's very hard to do that. Um, and maybe, maybe that's why right. Fucking with hot shows still, um, which is fine because I love hot shows and whatever. But like, I don't know. I feel like um, I don't know. I, I do care how, how other people perceive it. So I haven't I haven't reached that milestone yet. I guess for as an artist, yeah. And that's not something that I'm like fully uh, subscribed to. I just thought it was interesting. And also, like, he was just on the podcast yesterday and like was talking about how like he grew up with a bunch of trauma and to the point where like. He from an early age like didn't have hopes and dreams like didn't was incapable of feeling aspirations because it was like a defense mechanism he developed wow. early on through and you know mm-hmm. like he said it publicly so I don't feel weird like sharing that because it was literally on the last episode mm-hmm. um well by the time this is out people will have heard it anyways but right but yeah that's something where it's like wow that's like interesting advice but also he's coming from a perspective like that literally is his mental makeup where he doesn't have to worry about those things not that like that's a luxury but right it just is what it is where i'm i'm yeah. more with you like i do care what people think uh mm-hmm. and 
you know, it's scary, you know, especially like you, like you mentioned, like you, you say certain things and you're like, wow, do I really want people to like hear that from me? Especially like when we're at this small stage, we're like a good chunk of your audience knows you personally. So it's right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, the, I, I don't know if you experience the same thing, but like playing a show, like playing a house show and then like you play the set and you say whatever it is that you say. And then you're like, all right, now I have to hang out with these people I know. and like not act weird. <laughs> right. Like, it's always the strangest part for me. Right. And, you know, the thing is, is like, I try to drill this into my head and remember is like, no one really cares. Like, it, and, right. you know, everybody like, cause you just got to think about how you would perceive like a, like a performance. Like if, if, if you're at a show and you perceived, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, but like if I perceived mm-hmm. like someone give like a really heartfelt performance and like a really just like vulnerable, like you could tell they really went for it. Like I wouldn't, mm-hmm feel awkward around that person maybe that's right. because i'm an emo kid but like i would want to hang with that person but then i go and do the same thing hopefully i give those types of performances at least half the time and then mm-hmm. and then you know like you said you experience like this awkwardness it's like wow i really put it out there <laughs> <laughs> right exactly no and i i agree like i love like whenever i feel like i'm drawn to people who are are willing or able to be open and vulnerable um so I appreciate when other people do it, but yeah, that experience when you do it and then you're the vulnerable one, it's such a, I don't even know the word. I don't even know if there is a word. It's just so not, it's not uncomfortable. It's just so I'm just hyper aware of yeah. everything at that point, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's like when you're performing, this is kind of the way I've experienced it. Like you're performing and you can feel the eyes on you. Like mm-hmm. you can feel that, you know, I mean, naturally you like, you thrust yourself into this position to be the center mm-hmm. of attention and you feel it and then it doesn't just go away immediately when the set ends mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's like yeah. it's so you're done but you still feel like no one else feels it because no one else performed but so you're still mm-hmm. feeling it and they just feel normal but you still feel like you're you know you're breaking down your pedal board or some shit and you feel right. like everyone's still looking at you like you're still performing and the reality is they're moved on right right part. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting phenomenon for sure. And like, I think like we kind of said, like how shows amplify that. Cause you could just kind of know people, you just kind of know these people. And yeah. It's, it, it's definitely fun. And it's definitely something I miss from the pandemic and everything. I, I miss house shows so much and just, I don't know, getting to go and just like randomly deciding to go to a house show. And then you just see people, you know, and it's fun and it's a good time. Yeah. No, I mean, that's one of my, it's been one of my favorite things about like, being in the music scene i wish that i would have you know figured it out a lot sooner that like it was a thing because i've i've you know been in metro detroit like for the longest time but Mm -hmm. only just like the last two years realized like oh shit i could have been like hanging out with all these people this whole time (laughs) right right and now the pandemic takes that away from us (laughs) i know Uh, it's it's not cool it's not cool at all mm -hmm. this podcast has been like my only thing to keep me like you know in my head relevant to all these people no i was gonna say it's sick that you're still doing it and you you found ways to navigate that so i think that's really cool yeah it's actually like you know people say this all the uh, not all the time but you hear people say like oh the pandemic was the best thing that could have happened blah 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 and obviously that's not the case uh but it definitely for the podcast was like a Kickstarter and in different directions that I'm going to like keep like, I've never was using discord. Like I had like almost this strict, like I knew how to do a podcast in person. I didn't know how to do it remotely. So I was like, fuck it. I'm only going to do bands that are here. Like if they're on Mm -hmm. tour, I can do them and I can see them in front of my face. Like that's easy. I don't want to think about the other shit, but really it was limiting. You know, like I would like a lot of the bands I've been getting lately are are like signed or you know have like decent followings in other states and things like that you know bands that would have been a lot harder to get on such a consistent basis had it not been for like me deciding to use discord right yeah no I, i've been seeing the people you've been working with and i'm like damn that's so sick like i'm so happy for you like that i don't know it's such a cool such a cool thing you got going on so it's I don't know, yeah it's awesome thanks. to watch yeah totally it's and it's you know really cool. <laughs> uh, i like part of the ironic thing is that like oftentimes like i don't realize like which bands are like the bands i just know that that it's like a good sign when people like i'll post on instagram like oh i had this band on 
because I'm such an old man with like my musical taste. Like I don't listen to a lot of the new stuff. Like I mm-hmm. will once they're on the podcast, but like, for instance, like I had Lincoln, the band Lincoln sent my way the other oh, day. Oh yeah. yeah. And like n- had no clue until their publicist hit me up and had no clue who they were. Yeah. And, yeah. That's sick. And yeah. And like, I just approached the episode. Like I literally looked them up that day. Like, you know, I, I said yes, because I say yes to like all the interviews requests that I get. Mm-hmm. um and then you know it'll be like three months will go by and then it's the day of the interview i'm like all right let me give this band a listen and i looked on their spotify they had like millions of plays i was like what the <laughs> fuck right <laughs> yeah that, that must be nuts i mean i mean people are people i mean these are just people but it's just yeah. weird when people have it's crazy when people have these big audiences and big platforms and that kind of thing yeah it is strange especially now because it's like if in a previous era like if you would amass the millions of streams i'll just keep using lincoln as an example like if you would have like millions of streams on the internet like say if you had millions of streams on myspace like you you were probably selling out tours but oh lincoln, yeah definitely but lincoln is like they're you know they're like unknown a lot in, in a lot of ways they're like i'm like the diy circuit like they're not like selling out shows you know what i mean like right they're, they're showing up and playing house shows in other states where people don't know who they are because it's like they got so I mean, not to say that they're not awesome, and I think they're like on their way mm-hmm. to like having like really solid tours and stuff. But like, they got a song played through TikTok, and mm-hmm. it was I mean, I'm no shade because like whatever avenue you can stumble across to get yourself success, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, like right. there, people showed up to their Spotify page as a result of this one song. And it's, you know, a testament to the quality of the record that like they stayed and like now the rest of the songs have millions of plays too. Cause it's like, you know, if you wouldn't just show up and listen to the one song and listen to every other song on their page, if, if they all sucked, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I think that's interesting. Like, like you mentioned, like TikTok is like an, another avenue. Like I, it's not, it's weird that it's not like built for, well, it's not built specifically for like artists and music artists anyways. And uh, it's weird to see like, like I'll scroll through it sometimes and like, you'll hear like a song from a band that, you know, and I'm like, what? Like, that's weird. Like didn't, I didn't know other people like, I guess on this site, listen to them. And I don't know, kind of a strange phenomenon. Like, it's not like, like you said, like MySpace where like it was like dedicated or geared towards music and that kind of thing. Kind of, I yeah. don't know. It's interesting no, to see bands utilize that. Well, I, th- I think like, it's one of those things where I don't know how much of a choice we have. Like I'm, I'm super resistant. Like I was resistant to Twitter and now I'm there trying to fucking, you know, fit in. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like I'm doing anyways. Uh, like, yeah, it I feels felt- like I'm trying to fit in when it really is it's just like, all right, well, let me like establish a, a platform to do business, which is what it right. really is. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's important. I, I don't know. I, I kind of have, really drawn back on social media um throughout i mean just I, I feel like the pandemic was like part of the reason i maybe did it but like i think i needed it at this stage of my life and i it, it's it's crazy how like reliant um at least i think i am as a musician or an artist like to use that to get to know people to network to just like stay in the loop with everything um yeah. and, and it's hard kind of making that choice of like do i want to like draw back a little bit for my personal self but then also distance myself from the, this community that i heavily identify with and that kind of thing so it's kind of a double-edged sword in a way well i can tell you from being on twitter a lot just for posting shit for the podcast you're not missing anything yeah, yeah no i mean i go back on sometimes i'm like that's why i'm staying off here yeah uh, there's like so it's like 90 percent no one cares bullshit type shit. I mean, yeah, I love yeah. the people. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like hating on people that are on Twitter. Like everyone's on Twitter. I get it. And I'm not like above those people. I'm there too. I just think that like I read tweets and I'm like, Nope. Didn't need to know that. Didn't need to know that. Didn't need to know that. And I'm like, why? why? And then like you get so halfway down the page and you're like, why am I here again? Like, right. Like, right. And, and you said like, you know, you're trying to stay like filled in like on like, you know, stay in the loop type of thing but like there's really not anything of relevance even like that was i mean i think there was more of that like when shows were happening when tours right. were happening mm-hmm. like it was more of yep. a tool for that but now it's like people are so bored 
And it's almost like <laughs> we're running out of things to complain about politics wise as like yeah. Trump's presidency is like clearly on its way out. Supreme court mm-hmm. made its ruling. You know what I mean? It's just like, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be over. And now I think people are just like, well, let me tweet about my toothache. Like, no, dude, God, like, <laughs> like write something like, you know, right. Know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think it, I think, yeah. Like you said, it, when shows are going on and events are happening, like that's, I guess maybe when I needed to be more in the loop, like, I feel like I found some of my favorite shows from like, a, a, someone posted a flyer on Twitter and like, there was no Facebook event. There was like none of that. And I was like, well, glad I saw that. Glad I'm on Twitter to see that. Um, so yeah, I guess as of right now, there really isn't too much going on, like you said. So maybe that's, that's made it easier, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. It, it's just, I just, I guess I had that feeling that, that even when shows were happening, I was like, ah, I wish there was a more streamlined. Yeah. Right. Like a Twitter, like a Twitter feed. Someone's listening to this maybe and they'll create this, but like, like a Twitter or Instagram or some type of feed, but it's only like, it, it's like generated automatically based on your releases and your tours. Like every band has a page and you can scroll through a feed, but like the only information is like relevant updates about the band. And like, if you want the hijinks, you can go to Twitter. And if you want like the photo journalism, you can go to the, not photo journalism, but like, you know, you want the photos, you go to Instagram. But if you just want to know like what's coming out, who's playing where you you go to this other feed, which I mean, I feel like you're onto something. I feel like you're onto something. I I don't know. I feel like if it existed, we would probably know about it. Yeah. Um, I'm too dumb to make it too. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Any, uh, any app developers out there, uh, go ahead and do that. (laughs) Yeah. I I might want to just cut this out because someone's going to steal that idea. Maybe I should try pitching it. (laughs) Honestly, you should. I feel like I come up with ideas all the time and I'm like, I don't know how to make this happen, but I feel like it's a solid idea. (laughs) Um, yeah. Like, do who and it's like on such a small level like we don't own i don't own that idea you know what i mean mm-hmm. i just had it pop mm-hmm. into my head like there's no way i could prove like oh i had this idea first like if someone develops that right like, even if they heard this episode got the idea there's no way like i would hold up like i'd be able to actually get anything for it so <laughs> right <laughs> but either way that would be a sick idea to, to to make a reality i feel like it would be a lot better than our current options that we have well, yeah, because I was just talking yesterday in this episode that we were doing about how it's it almost feels like, and I guess this is, it's like a, I don't know how much of a criticism it is. It's more of an observation, but mm. like the music scene, especially like DIY, almost feels more about the community than the music mm-hmm. and like it's like making music or like being a super fan of someone is like an entry fee or something into this, into this Mm -hmm. club. Mm -hmm. Once you're there, it's just like the people who, whose music is celebrated the most are like the people that are liked the most, I feel like, which isn't like, Mm -hmm. like I said, it's not like a, I don't know that that's a criticism necessarily. Like Mm -hmm. communities who are promoting positive ideas are good, but also Mm -hmm. like, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, bit? no, I, I I get exactly what you're saying, and I th- but I and I, I I think that's a very interesting observation, and I agree with it. I think my I don't want to call it my problem or my my issue with it just comes out I, when there because there becomes like a power imbalance, and that yeah. that's what I my eye goes to first. Like I don't know, and it, like I feel like and that creates like hierarchy, and it's I don't know, it just which is I think at a societal level natural, like the hierarchies just exist i don't know the mechanism behind it or whatever but um i don't know i I guess that's just my like that would be my critique on it like how do we rid of power imbalances and like i don't know i don't know where i was going with that but something along those lines i know exactly what you mean though and i think like it's i think it's incumbent in the in a perfect scenario i think it's incumbent on the bands who like make it to like keep the pipeline moving like continue to like lift people up instead of creating like this boys club where it's Mm -hmm. like you know the best of the best are 
you know, like the ones who make it quote unquote are, I mean, we all know who they are and I'm not saying that they're not doing this, but like mm-hmm. the bands who make it in any scene, like they can either continue to try and lift up bands and like, cause there's honestly, there's room for everyone at the table. That's the thing. Like if your, mm-hmm. if your music's good, there's, there's no legitimate reason to make it this exclusive thing that like mm-hmm. you're in the in crowd or you're not like, cause there's, the internet's fucking big. We can all exist in the internet. Like there's always going to be enough shows, like, because we have house venues, like they're just will, you know? Right. So mm-hmm. the, uh, any, any behavior that like shows that there's like gatekeeping going on or there's mm-hmm. like elitism just because, and I, I will say the bands that I have, I'm not going to name any names because it's just, it's petty and stupid, but like, Anytime I've noticed like on Twitter, like any band, like engaging in any sort of like elitism or anything like that, mm-hmm. I will strongly say that your music is not good enough for you to have that opinion of yourself. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, like, I guess I just keep working. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I just appreciate the the people or the, yeah, I guess the people that are working to not do that. Like, obviously I feel like you are someone who does that with your podcast and your platform that you have. And like, another big one that comes to mind, like Eureka records. Like, I feel like they just like constantly like are just like helping whoever out in, in the area. Yep. And, and I think that's such a cool thing that they have going there. And um, I don't know. And, and like you said, like house shows, a lot of the house shows I, I went to and the, you know, before everything started before the pandemic, like I felt like there was more diversity happening and more like engagement from lots of other people that I hadn't met. And I don't know, it's, it's really cool to see it. And I feel like it's becoming better. Um, so I don't know. It's really cool to see that happening too. Yeah, no, I agree. I think what I'm like complaining about, I guess mostly is, is online behavior. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, you know? yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> and I, I, cause I'll see, and I think it's not, sometimes it's not even the bands. Like I've definitely seen bands that I think even some of them have reputations for like kind of being like pompous, um, mm-hmm. which, which like, Hey, you still have a day job chill. But, um, <laughs> it's it's sometimes it's like the fans like they're so desperate to be a part of something that like i'll see Mm -hmm. tweets that are just excuses for saying a popular band's name on the internet it's like Mm -hmm. hey you know like we get it you like their music like do you need to tweet five times a week about like what you're doing while this this is just an excuse for you to mention them and hopefully they like your tweet or something and that's to me that's just kind of like small yeah. time i guess like i don't know it just seems kind of like obvious groveling mm-hmm. you know yeah and, groveling that's a good word for it yeah i don't know it's yeah. I, I definitely get what you're saying i don't i don't know how to articulate it but i definitely get what you're saying yeah I, and you know i i don't want to be like misconstrued for like a complain complaining person <laughs> it's just that like some things bother me and then when they bother me i just don't want them to be that way and <laughs> right and, i feel that yeah but, I feel that, and then I'm like, oh, I'll focus on the better things, I guess. Yeah, good cop, uh, bad cop with the with the yeah. uh, DIY Twitter scene. But <laughs> I have coping mechanisms, though. Like I sometimes I'll be <laughs> talking with Benny, and before we start recording, and then we'll just like talk shit about Twitter, and then I don't have to like record it and like specifically trash anybody, which feels good. You know, I don't want to do that, right? And I, like I said, I'm, I don't see myself as like, oh, I have this understanding. I'm like above this, this like crowd. You know, it's like, no, I definitely am right there with everyone else. Like I make the same mistakes. I do the same stupid shit. It's just, you know, I just feel compelled to point it out sometimes, you know? Right. No, I'm the, I'm the same way. I, I feel like if no one's pointing it out, then there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And, but anyways, I was going to ask you when we first started you know, forcing myself off the topic of Twitter, because I'll just keep going. But um, when you mentioned that, like you were making music, uh, yeah. writing a record recently, was that something like you had you already planned to like write a record like after that tour? Because obviously you weren't planning on a pandemic happening. So was this something that like <laughs> was already in the works or was it just like, well, I have all this time on my hands. Like, why not? Um, so I knew I was writing, so I was writing something and actually the last time I was on your podcast, um, I had already had a couple of the songs written and I thought it was just going to be like a short EP or something. And then I, once I got back from that tour with Chris and, um, I mean, I just had a lot more time 
I decided, I was like, oh, well, I guess I have all these songs. Uh, and they, it's weird because they all, even though I didn't intend it when I wrote a lot of them, they all just fit together. And in my opinion, so nicely. Um, and it's, it's, I've kind of just found this sound that I'm gravitating towards a little more. Um, so I guess I didn't intentionally decide to write the record, but like after the, the pandemic hit, I was like, well, I guess I have nothing else to do. So I will put it together and, and figure it out. Yeah. Sometimes I, I think like from what I've heard, I think records will kind of write themselves like, mm-hmm. You know, not that to say that like you're not like sitting there putting the actual work in, like to pull it out of your head and and put it down on something. But like in terms mm-hmm. of like structuring it, like I'm I'm sure like I've never been able to like write something and then just like it, like pre determine that like it's going to be this many songs or it's going to be this long or it's going to mm-hmm. take this format or this theme. Like I have to just write the shit first, see how much I have in me, and right once I feel like I've reached a point, I mean, obviously I've, I've written like the one record. Well, technically two, if you count my high school compilations, <laughs> which I, which I do by the way, but no, I, would uh, count I definitely count it. One day I'm going to release it too. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, this record that I'm sitting on right now, uh, mm-hmm. is like, it's like 25 minutes and it's, it probably took me like three or four years to, get that much material and that's i mean yeah, yeah i feel that it takes forever yeah i mean that's due to a number of factors like doing it myself and having like multiple drummers like come and go mm-hmm. and being in a different band that like collapsed and another band that collapsed and then finally like i decided just like all right i'm just gonna do my own thing and then try to find mm-hmm. people for it and then i, I you know I had like two years worth of stuff and then, then I finally decided to solidify it. But anyways, but you saying like you had this uh, kind of like this writing spree that like, when did the, the stuff that's on this record that you're writing, like when did it start coming? Um, it started actually last fall. So not obviously not this fall that I guess we're kind of still in last fall. And um, I don't know. I just kind of, I mean, a lot of it is just me with my acoustic guitar, but um, I don't know. I just kept, writing and it's just like these things kept coming out and coming from like different places that I'm not usually like, like I don't know if I'm not willing to or able to like tap into and um, a lot of the record is like a lot of the same themes just in different forms um, and I don't know I, I really I really pushed myself to think a little differently um, and it is more of like it's not like I feel like I feel like records can either be like a collection of songs or they can be like like a like a very cohesive i i, I don't yeah. know like I, I feel like this record is like my my music it, it, it's almost like a mixture of that like it feels like different songs but it's still like a very cohesive sound in a way uh, it's very strange yeah and I, that's not just i i don't want to like overhype it because like i i'm the first to admit i'm a very basic songwriter i'm not trying to do anything crazy i'm not trying to do anything like changing the game but i'm just trying to like like reach in and feel an emotion in me and like put it out somewhere. And I feel like I, I was able to do that with a lot of the songs or, you know, all of the songs on this record. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. I think like one, it's always good to feel that way. So mm-hmm. that's good. Um, I think like it's a mistake for like when in, in talking about like uh, a collection of songs versus like a me- meditation on one subject or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think people make the mistake and I can say this because I've made this mistake. Like it's a mm-hmm. mistake to like want the album to be something and then right. try and force it into that box. Like it's, it's best to just write it, you know, see, see what it is, put it all out there and then kind of analyze it and be like, all right, is this a collection of songs? Like, is this cohesive in, mm-hmm. in like a, like unilateral way thematically and then just mm-hmm. let it be what it is because like whatever it is, like that's what came out, you know, like that's what mm-hmm. came out of you. So it, it's better exactly. to highlight it for what it is rather than to try and, cause like if you, if you took like a, a record, that's like just a compilation of a bunch of different songs and then try to like force it into this box of, mm-hmm. a, of like it being some sort of conceptual thing. That's like, that's how you get into over ambitious, like douche territory where it's right, like, right. it's like, no, you, it's like, this isn't a concept record. Like, who do you think you are type thing? But if, if mm. you don't 
pretend that it's something that it's not people can just appreciate it for what it is like it doesn't need to be like this over ambitious like rock opera in order to be right. good <laughs> right yeah yeah i feel that and I, I i feel like that's something i definitely had to grapple with with this because i again i like i i asked uh you know a couple friends my partner at the time like i i said like is this too simple like i feel like i walk that line a lot of like is this too just like are you bored listening to it and like um like because i i really utilize in some of the songs like uh, like repetition um yeah. because for me like when i listen to music like repetition can be very impactful when it's used correctly or oh, appropriately yeah. or, or whatever and um i i use some of that throughout the record i'm like is this boring like are you bored and i had to like tweak some things because i felt like it was at some point so I don't know. It is kind of like this. You don't want to. You don't want to fit into somebody else's box, but you don't want to. I don't know. You want to just stay true to what to what's you and what what your vision is. And I think it drives home that point that you brought up earlier. Like it needs to be for you and not everyone else. You know. Um, right. So and that, I don't know. <laughs> no, I I do. I get that for sure. Like that's been like the struggle for me uh, as like a, the type of musician who has a singular vision, you know, for like the mm -hmm. songs I write. And, but you know, that singular vision is contains like five or six other, you know, musicians <laughs> in right. order to play it right. live. So mm -hmm. like, ideally, like I could find people, it's been a struggle to find people that like could one play the parts and not sound mm -hmm. like an ass, you know, like some of the parts yeah, are really hard. Good. You know, mm -hmm. like I need people that can play the parts, but also like I feel I like can contribute, you mm -hmm. know, like musically in a way that like they understand what I'm trying to do and but they don't need me to hold their hand and walk them through every aspect of it. Because Right, like, yeah. And I'll compliment you. That's why I was excited about like you wanting to jam on my stuff is because like you're very, yeah, you're naturally talented, but you get what I'm trying to do, I feel like. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm I i do not know, I feel like I don't know. We, I know we only really jammed that one time, but like, it was such, it was so much fun. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's, and it's fun to not be and from my perspective to not be the one making the final decisions or it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like I can, I feel like I have more room to explore in, in, in that way. And it's yeah. like, you know, if this isn't the vibe you want, then I'll come up with something different because it's not, it's almost like I can be less critical because it's like not my final say, at least yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. It's a really cool experience to, to, to vibe with that. Cause like my, my goal is to have, I want, I don't want to be a dictator. Like I don't want to be like this brainiac type that like knows exactly, mm -hmm. exactly what I want everyone to play at all times. Like mm -hmm. I already have that for the record. Like I can make the record right. my thing. Like I, what I want is to be excited about what someone else is doing. Like, that or like, sense, yeah. you know, like I have parts for you to play and, you know, you play them, but like, I'll say like, you know, just do what you will with it. You know, there's mm -hmm. the part, take it or leave it, uh -huh. or, you know, just interpret it. Like it, the live show can be different from the record. Like I, I'm all for that. Like it doesn't have to be the same thing. And I think that that's exciting to me, but having mm -hmm. musicians where i don't have i don't want to stress about are they doing everything to spec i want to feel like mm -hmm. comfortable that i can just let go do my parts and know that like whatever is going to come out of everyone else's amps is going to be fine mm -hmm. you know? yeah and it seems like you've got a good group of people like every i don't know it, it seems like i'm excited for us to all eventually be able to get together at some point and just i don't know I, i'm excited to see what happens because it, it seems like such a cool energy I'm probably going to cry. I'll be honest. It's going to be like, so, so like, cause I've, I've wanted this so bad. Like I've never been uh -huh. in a band where it's like, I was the songwriter and I had like a full band's worth of people that want, that uh -huh. were willing to play it. Like I'm, and I'm very emotional. Like I, I mm. cry at like Hallmark movies, dude. Like I, Same. <laughs> you know, like if I hear, that's my mother and me too. But like, if I hear like my own music, like when I get the initial mixes back of the record, like mm -hmm. when I, when I actually hear it for the first time, like fully realized, like I can't help it. Like I just yeah. leak out of my face. It's just, it's just like when you want something so badly mm -hmm. and it's, it's just this emotional, like, 
outpouring where it's just like, oh my yeah. God, like when something that you think about so much is actually happening to you, it's like, I mean, it's just wild. I'm sure like, you know, being on tour for the first time, like you have that experience. I don't, but I'm sure not to say you're sobbing the entire time, but I'm just saying, I, I, bet, I bet you know kind of what it feels like to like have that realization. Like I'm doing. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's, I don't, it was, it was strange. It was definitely strange. Um, I don't know. I feel like I, I had a lot of fun and I wish I could do it again, but I, and I'm a person who loves driving, but I don't know if I would ever do what we did again with the route and everything. Um, for some reason, especially going from like, we, one day we went from Pittsburgh to New Jersey, like Glassboro, New Jersey. And I think, I don't know what happened, but it took us like nine hours to get there. Oh, like, wow. What the fuck? And I think it was only supposed to take six. And I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like I kind of blacked it out of my memory. Um, <laughs> and that, but yeah, the driving sucked. But yeah, it, it kind of was that experience. Like I remember thinking, I don't remember where we were. But I, I kind of had that thought. And it's just like the process, like as you're meeting people and you're so far away from home and like you're all just connecting. And like I, I feel like I met some really cool people. Um, it, it's it's such a surreal experience that there's a, these so many other people in the world that like feel like you do and yeah. like, you know you can share and bond over that so it, it was kind of that emotional experience and, and hopefully one day hopefully one day I'll get to do it again. Oh, I mean, you you if you stick around me long enough, you will. Like Hell that's yeah. <laughs> that's my sales pitch to like people that I try to get into the band. I'm like, look. <laughs> like it or not like i'm going to do this like like mm -hmm. whether it works or not like it's going to happen like i'm going to have these experiences like like mm -hmm. over my dead body will i not have these experiences i feel so, like we're the same way in that <laughs> i'm the same exact way yeah and like it's it good you know because like i <laughs> it's hard for me to like that's been another challenge of like finding people to play with too is like you mm -hmm. know i have i used to agree to jam with people who like were just very casual weren't sure if they mm -hmm. wanted to tour blah 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 and i'm just like i i can't deal i can't do it like everyone has their own things but it's like i can't i can't be constantly worried like is this person gonna flake like do they really want to do this or is this like they just want to be in a band so they can like play a show here and there and like post pictures on instagram you know what i mean like or do they really <laughs> yeah. want this mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I can't deal with like a lot of like passiveness, like passive energy. Like I'm a very active, like if I want something, like I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the steps to get there. And like, that's kind of what this tour was for me. Like it was just like me and, me and Chris decided to record a split and I said, why don't we just go on tour? Like we like laughed about it. I was like, no, seriously, why don't we just do it? And then we did yeah. because why not? Like, I don't know. And I, I guess I just want to take a second. Like it wasn't that easy. Like you don't just say like, I'm going to go on tour, at least not starting out because I had a lot of help from a lot of people. So right. I'm very grateful for those people that helped me out and do that. But it, it can be that, you know, it can be that easy if you just do it. <laughs> I think the distinction is to say like the decision to do it is really mm -hmm. not hard. Like right. once, mm -hmm. once you decide to do it, that's actually pretty easy. Like you can decide, like people make it that like, it's this big step. Like, Oh, I don't know if I can do it, blah, blah, blah. You just have to decide that. Yes, you're going to do it. And then mm -hmm. the rest of the shit, I feel like that's so difficult. It just takes care of itself. I mean, I can, I mean, I haven't planned a tour, but I mean, I've booked a bunch of shows and I mm -hmm. can, can kind of compare it to like deciding to make a record. Like, I, you know, before I did, I was just like, ah, I kept coming up with these excuses and procrastinating. Like, I don't have a, a set drummer. Like, I don't have any members of the band, blah, blah, blah. I don't have the money. And I just decided to message Diener and be like, hey, like, let's, can I do this with you? And he said, <laughs> yes. And I'm like, all right, well, now I'm going to look like an idiot if I don't do it. So I just did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that was a commitment. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that you know you just got to decide to do things essentially like you right. decide to do things and you put it out into the universe and people want to talk about like the secret the secret is not actually the universe conspiring to make things happen it's you conspiring to make them happen but it's just mm -hmm. the real secret is like you say you're gonna do it so you have to do it otherwise you look like an idiot like that's my interpretation <laughs> of the secret <laughs> right yeah that's some i don't know that's like a good like commitment uh tactic i guess uh, yeah <laughs> just to tell and yourself like, you're looking like an idiot <laughs> yeah like don't commit to things that you can't do but like i i made that mistake in the past like i would you know i would talk to my friends about like oh i'm gonna have this record i'm writing a record or <laughs> you know i used to 
I don't want to say I was a full-blown poser or something, but I would just, because I wasn't, but I would just get all these ambitious ideas in my head, but not mm-hmm. really have a plan to it, to enact mm-hmm. them. But then I just like, that's, I realized like, I'm never coming up with a plan. Cause I'm not like fully committing. I'm just like talking about shit. I'm not like committing and like actually be willing to like think about the steps and the work. But then I just decided to change that. And then boom, mm-hmm. thousands of dollars later, I have a record being mixed. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Do you know when it's, I, and maybe this isn't the time and place, but do you know when your record's being released or like when it's like, oh, you I, have like a set date I mean, to that? Not like a set date. I talked to Jake, uh, Good Luck mm-hmm. Charm Records, you know, mm-hmm. Jake. And yes. uh, I think we're going to do fall of 2021. Nice. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So awesome. we'll see, you know, like I, I have, I'll send, I'll send you the, the, the rough mixes. Like I kept, keep saying I'm going to do yeah. But I just got like the the pre mix. I keep calling them mixes. They're not mixed, but it's just like the raw, the mm-hmm. raw bounces. You know, yeah. Nick, the the whole record is tracked. It's there, which is beautiful to me. <laughs> even though the vocals are a little sketchy because they haven't been edited at all, I've been nervous to send it to anyone. So the only people who have heard it I are like that. potential bandmates. So I'll send it to you mm-hmm. anyways. But yeah. it's but yeah, it's it's getting mixed. Like I've. Pay, mm-hmm. started paying for the mixing it's going mm-hmm. to happen and then i'll hopefully have it uh have a, a single like in the in like the summer or spring spring or summer oh, yeah. and then music videos and i want to start i really want to start practicing with people and start jamming just getting a feel yes. for the record and like jamming mm-hmm. in like right after the holidays yeah that sounds that sounds like a great plan. I don't know. That sounds sounds awesome. I feel like I I overthink like when do I want this record released? Like when like when does the vibe fit with it and all that? And I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping for spring for mine, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think like too. You have like music out already too, so mm. I think you can be a little bit more selective. Me, it's just like yeah. I just feel like I'm playing catch up. And I, 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 have, I have zero music out for people to consume. So I just like, I feel like I can't be too careful. I, I can just, mm-hmm. I just need to put something out, you know, like as soon as I, I can just get it out there. Like who cares if it's like competing with something else? Like it, the internet has, has no expiration date. Like it'll, I'll just keep pushing it. I'll just tour on it or do weekend or yeah. You know, yes, like that'll, that'll be fun. That, that's the that's the biggest. I mean, like, because think about it. Like, if you release your record in the spring, um, mm-hmm. even if no shows are happening, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really matter when it's released. It's when you decide to support it. Like when you can play mm-hmm. shows for it. Like if right. you, if you're not one of these bands that already has like a, a established following and you can release something mm-hmm. during a pandemic and still have it hit, like it doesn't really matter when you release it. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, when can you get on the road for it? Right. Because like. people will just be waiting. Yeah. People will be waiting for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So, yeah. So we'll see how it happens, but we're, we're so, I, I had another question about your release. Um, mm-hmm. So was it, were, cause I, I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of just like quarantine albums and yeah. <laughs> was like, was the, th- thematically was it related to the pandemic at all or was it these like themes or <laughs> ideas that were like kind of existed before so or like how was it oh yeah impacted uh very much themes that existed before um it had like I, I i feel like i mean i hope this comes across in a certain way like i i will say that i feel like i did a decent job at it but i it, it definitely deals with like a lot of um I don't know. Yeah, I'm a psychology major. A psycho- like childhood trauma or childhood, you know, like issues, but like relating them to like my adult experience and how they still kind of play out. And it's just been, it's, I feel like it's like me like healing in real time. And, oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, maybe people listening to it may not feel that, but I mean, it is for me because it was very therapeutic to write it and to say a lot of the things that I said. Um, and it's very, a lot of the things are very, very personal to me, um, as I'm sure a lot of people say their music is. Um, 
but it's, uh, I don't know. It, it's very interesting. I, I feel like I, again, I push myself to be vulnerable and it kind of just ties back to like this fear of like, do I really want people to hear that? Do I really want people to know that that was my experience and not because I think my experience is worse or better than anyone else's, but it's just right. a vulnerable place to be in. And, um, but I, I did choose to put a lot of that in there and I don't know, I'm really excited because thematically, like I said, it, it just feels like I'm, I'm healing by putting this record out um, and letting people listen to it. So I think that's what I've been striving for in, in my music, but also in like my personal life. It's just like, how do I become more authentic to the people that I interact with? So that's like, that's definitely a, a, a goal. And I think something that I've tried to incorporate too, I can definitely relate mm-hmm. with that. And mm-hmm. this idea of like healing through your music. And I, I think mm-hmm. it's funny because like I've, I've put out, I've shown friends lyrics or something mm-hmm. and I'm really excited about and, and, but they'll read them and they'll, they'll be dark, you know, or people will be like, are, yeah. you, are you okay? Or like, are you? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And it's like such a recurring theme on the podcast because it's like one of my, like, like life mottos like that it's like i'm okay because i do this you know like right exactly because i can say these things like if i hadn't Mm -hmm. said all this in this song like some people might might view that as like silly or just like self-aggrandizing to say like oh because i wrote this i feel better but it it really is like like i have healing powers it's like no but it's like it the music does and it's just like saying Mm -hmm. things it's like the same as journaling, but it's like mm-hmm. for the public, which is terrifying. But mm-hmm. it, I mean, to, I, to any naysayers, I just say, no, don't knock it till you try it. Like, it, right, exactly. Your feelings and if, especially if it's well received, like if you put this mm-hmm. out and like you find that, like, it does not, not even if it's like huge and hyped, but like if a few people say, like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, this was great, like this, I felt this, or like this made me feel this, like, that's going to make you feel even better. You know, it's, it just validates mm-hmm. the feelings on top of like you're coping with them, but then it's like va- validated by other people. And I just feel like it's a, it can be, it can, it can become what it can be a personal healing experience that can like transmute to like a, a communal healing experience almost because right. Yeah. Sorry. Our Sorry, experiences are so universal. No, I was just going to last thing I was thinking, cause our experiences are so universal that we find that like what, what is healing to you is most likely if you find the right niche of people, it's probably going to be a similar experience for them. Right. And I, I, I definitely, I mean, when I played with Alchemist, when we were more active, um, a, a lot of our songs or a few of our songs at least were around like uh, the passing of one of my cousins. And I would sometimes, if I was feeling brave or vulnerable enough, I would like say something like along the lines of, I don't know what I would say, but it was like, you know, just make sure you tell the people that you love that you love them. And then we'd play the song that I wrote, one of the songs that I wrote about my cousin passing away. And then somebody came up to me at one of our shows and said, I just want to let you know, like when you said that, I texted my cousin and told him that I loved him. And like, to me, that was like the biggest, like that felt like awesome. it was healing. You know what I'm saying? Like that felt yeah. like it was like, like more so than anything else. Like I had this connection with someone that where they felt what I was saying, you know? And that that's why I feel like I continue to do like continue to want to be vulnerable with my music is because like, I know other people feel that way. And like, I know a lot of people struggle with the things that they feel. Um, especially like me being like a member of the LGBT community. Like I feel like I, I struggled with that. And like, so I try to incorporate that stuff in my music a little bit. So like people who are struggling, hopefully hear that or like can relate or whatever. And I don't know, maybe find some comfort or whatever in that stuff. So, no, I, I'm, yeah, no, I'm all about it. I think like you're just like adding to the list of reasons why, like, I think you're a good reason, you're a good person to be in a band with, because <laughs> oh, I, I think I think that's like a positive influence on like what I want to do, because mm-hmm. I I've played, you know, at my a fair share of shows before mm-hmm. the pandemic, and I just kind of like they're kind of like just teasing the record a little bit just cause it was just me and a drummer. But I, I thought about, like, I kept thinking like, I want to talk about what these songs are about before I play them. And I just like, cause I, I, I can really feel that like, that's going to add another layer of vulnerability. It's going to add another layer of authenticity. It's going to really right. show people why these songs are meaningful. And maybe they'll experience the songs through the context of their meaning more accurately. If I explain it, 
but then the time would come and I'd be there playing and I was just too afraid to do it. Like I didn't do it. So like, that's kind of like a mm. challenge I have for myself is to be more mm-hmm. open, like on yeah. stage. Yeah, no, it's awesome. That's awesome. You want to do that. I don't, I just, I don't know. I, I remember I saw into it over it, do it like, Oh God, it was 2011, 2012, somewhere in there. And I, it was like, I didn't go to a ton of shows before then, but I saw him do that. And I was always just like, that is such a cool thing to do. Like, I don't know. It, it just gives people insight into you, like not even just your songs, but into you as a person. And I think that's yeah, such a cool thing to do. See, I think the problem is I'm such a crier. Like, <laughs> like it's like, I'm not embarrassed of crying. Like I, at all, yeah. like I'm not embarrassed, mm-hmm. but it's like, if I start crying, I can't sing, you know what I mean? I can't. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I swear, like, that's what it is. Like, I'm afraid that like, Sometimes I won't listen to music because I'm so emotionally like sensitive that mm-hmm. like I know if I put on a certain record or something, it's going to get me worked up. Like it's going to make me <laughs> feel a certain way. So like I listen to so many podcasts because I sometimes I just can't subject myself to the roller coaster because it's just yeah. like I'm so sensitive. And so like add add that to like actually playing shit that's about me and uh-huh. telling people about it like how am i supposed to contain myself but i gotta work on that <laughs> you know? i support that i support crying in front of people i support crying at a show <laughs> it's gonna happen i mean it's gonna happen at some point like half the record's about my best friend dying you know like i'm gonna oh, probably yeah. cry you know yeah, and like i yeah, said I imagine and you know i i can talk about these things freely because it's like mm. i'm good like i've I fully cope through it by writing about it and like talking mm-hmm. about it and like working through it. So it's like, I can say like, sometimes I, I try not to be like overly casual to where it's like disrespectful, like talking about right. like, Oh, he's dead. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like that, mm-hmm. but right. I feel like I can freely just say that without being like, Oh, it's yeah. just going just gonna to make people look at me differently because like when it first happened and you can maybe relate to this, so your cousin mm-hmm. passed, which is, it's, it's never a fortunate thing, obviously, but like right. when it first happened, it's like, I was almost afraid to talk about it because I didn't want mm-hmm. people looking at me. Like I was this vulnerable little thing that needed to be coddled and right. You know, cause then it just makes you feel weird. So like, I just didn't talk about right. it for a while. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not attention seeking. I just, I just, again, it just comes from a place like I just want to heal. Like I just want to grow and I want to, but I also want to afford myself the ability to like feel those things. Cause that's such, that's just such an integral part of being human, you know? Yeah. So I don't know, but I respect that. And I, I, that like kind of gave me chills when you mentioned that, like that makes me even more excited to like hear these songs and a finished product and like play these songs alongside you. I think that like even makes me want to like play them more in a way. Good. Just Cause I have that connection in a way, you know, or in a yeah. sense. So. Yeah, like when we get when we get together, like I'll actually kind of like explain you through it. I'll kind of like guide you through like what the because uh, I don't want to talk about it on here because I'm, yeah. gonna, you know, obviously uh, that's that's like that's privileged information at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But but no, I'll, I'll kind of walk you through it and like guide you through like what the songs represent and stuff. And, like, yeah, it's, but it's I I will say it's it's about it's loosely I'll say like it, it's about the process of experiencing loss and the emotional toll it takes and like the types of things that happen to you when well the types of things that happen to me and it's not a universal experience but the types of things that happen to my emotions and what it made me do to myself and trying to and then in turn what that made me do to other people and then recognizing the fallacy of all that recognizing that i'm i'm not this way i'm just grieving and then trying to come out of it so that's wow, kind of like that's- the loose process yeah, that's powerful. I like that. I like that a lot. If if it's half as good as what I just explained, then I might <laughs> I might have something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear it. It remains to be seen. But yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> but uh yeah, um I'll wrap up though. I know you got somewhere to be in a little bit, so um <laughs> we can wrap, but I'll uh yeah, I'll send you that I'll send you that uh that link with the yeah. with the rough mixes and when uh when can we expect you said spring for your record hopefully um i i don't know that's what i hope i just have a few things i want to add maybe some things i want to redo because i'm doing it all myself so i can take my time which oh, is okay. nice um and then i have to send them out to get i'll probably get a mixed i don't know we'll see uh, well i have to get a mix but i 
I don't know. We'll see how I do that. And then um, mastered and everything. And I don't know. I, I I'm struggling to find album art. Uh, my my ex used to do a lot of my art, and now we are no longer together. So now I have to like find an artist. Um, so that's been like my biggest struggle of all of this. <laughs> so we'll Make see. Chris do it. Chris is a bomb artist. You're right. You're right. That might be the route that I end up going. So. <laughs> Um, I don't if know. you ever yeah, need probably. another ear too, you feel free to send stuff over. I I love like uh, playing producer in my head. You know, yeah. I, I love listening to things and just kind of like giving my take. You know, yeah, totally. I will actually take you up on that. Uh, probably in the next few days here, I just got to compile everything into a folder and I'll send it to you. Cool, cool. Sick. That's my, that's my dream is one day actually just like being a producer when I'm not touring. I can just like mm-hmm. uh, the thing is. I, in this dream, I have a sound engineer too, so I don't have to learn how to use the equipment. I can just like pr- <laughs> produce the songs, like the mat, you know what I mean? Structurally and shit without having to actually touch any knobs. That'd be, that'd be the, that'd be the dream. Well, I mean, we already <laughs> talked about it. You just gotta, you just gotta do it. You know, yeah, you right. just gotta make it happen. <laughs> Commit to it and do it. <laughs> yeah. Sound engineers, if you have no production skills, hit me up. We'll team it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right, dude. I'll let you know this is going to be out. It'll be probably sometime next month, and I'll uh, I'll send you that that those songs. I'm looking forward to hearing what you got too. Cool. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. For sure. Have a good one, dude. Take it easy. All right, you too. Yep, you too. Bye. Peace. There it is, episode 102. Um, hopefully, after that, you guys understand how cool Charlie is. Um, something I've already known, but now you know too. Um. And you already knew that also if you listened to the first episode they were on. So there's that. Um, anyways, follow us on Instagram, invite the neighbors, uh, Twitter at ITNPod. Um, if you want to tell, advertise something. Uh, I tried saying sell and advertise at the same time. So I said sell, sell or advertise uh, something on the podcast. Um, it's very cheap. We can work out something per episode just hit me up invite the neighbors at gmail.com anyways thank you for listening please share this if you enjoyed it and please follow us on spotify or your platform of choice so you don't miss an episode all right thanks guys